Hello. Welcome back to the Essentially Podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. So it's been such a long time. I mean, like <laughs> over a week. I mean, it's been depressing to watch Chelsea, but we have to keep going, have to keep going. So Tori. Oh, oh, um, I have to mention. Um, So we're joined by a Newcastle fan today. Podcast. I'm honored by a guest. We're joined by Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so good thank you for coming and then we're joined by tori and then we're going to be joined by rate tori how you doing i'm good thanks and a brief intro right i'm exhausted yeah. 10 p.m here and i just want to go to bed but obviously we have to talk about Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah charlotte i mean tori is such a big fan of newcastle actually like we always talk about like we have this honestly group <laughs> we have <laughs> we have this group chat we have on Twitter and she's always like, oh, Newcastle are like really on form. And I'm like, you guys should mm-hmm. go to the True Fate podcast because it's such a beautiful community and all that. You know, but Charlotte, what can you say? I mean, like Chelsea, Newcastle, how are you feeling? Obviously on top of the moon, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a crazy start to the season. Um, We've only lost one game. Um. I'm feeling quite positive. I mean, historically, like, I mean, we've beaten Chelsea. Uh, I think Rafa Benitez's uh, Newcastle beat Chelsea a few years ago. But historically, Chelsea coming to St. James's Park would be, you know, you just kind of nailed on to lose. Um, yeah. And uh, and then, like, it, given the start of our season, given how good our form is, how well our players are playing together, you know, barring something terrible happening, I just feel like really confident going into this fixture. Sorry, I feel like we're fucked, you know. Definitely <laughs> are, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, you know, like like Tommy said, like I I've been I, I knew Newcastle on the come up, like you guys <laughs> have been pretty good. And I was telling I was telling everyone in that group chat, you guys Newcastle are better than Chelsea. Like, let's be real. And everyone's like, oh, no, they're not. Oh, you're over exaggerating. But now, literally, no one on that group chat thinks we're gonna win this weekend. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. We do um we did an opposition view podcast. Well, Alex did for our patron, and um the yeah, the Chelsea fan that he spoke to was like oh you'll you'll win 2-0. And I was like, that's nuts. Like to me. <laughs> This time last year, Newcastle were in the bottom three. You know, Literally. it's it's no. a crazy turnaround. Yeah, definitely, and it's so crazy because I was literally saying at St James's Park we can get slapped for like easily. Uh, like, you think? I yeah. absolutely think that. Like, I'm just being realistic. We're on a losing streak right now, and I definitely mm. don't expect it to turn around at St. James's Park of all places. Like, right mm. now, that's probably the worst ground to, away ground to play at right now in the Premier League. It's I a know. very loud place to come. It's a real cauldron when you uh, oh, yeah. get in there. I've been yeah. there, and it's been like that since before your new yeah. owners anyway, when times were really yeah. terrible. So imagine what it's like now when... You know, you guys are playing so well. You're in, you're in the top four, so yeah, yeah, top three. <laughs> Crazy. Like, like, I mean, but I feel I feel like Newcastle are gonna replace Chelsea at this point because, I mean, perhaps I'm being too negative, but I feel like Newcastle are gonna replace. Chelsea. Like, you know, you know the thing is, Newcastle are doing great, but like, some things will always like 
D. And I feel like Newcastle yeah. will have to replace Spurs before they replace us. So Hopefully. Spurs <laughs> will always be Spurs. So we can always but... rely on them. <laughs> <laughs> To be sure. Well, we're, so we're currently yeah. ahead of them. We are currently ahead of Spears, so fingers crossed we can hang on to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, literally, this whole season is gonna be like a war of attrition. You just have to keep plowing and plowing at it, which is why mm-hmm. the fact we're on a losing streak is really worrying to me. Because oh, yeah. especially before the World Cup, we were meant to garner as many points as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. And now the World Cup is coming, or it's here, rather. And we're literally begging. To, but we, like, right now, if I was a Chelsea fan and we could forfeit the game this weekend, I would. Like, That's 100%. <laughs> you really have no, like, expectation that you're going to bring any kind of game to us? Or what? Like, like, another, thing is, another, thing, another thing is, you know, we... Rhys James is injured. And Rhys James yeah. is... Honestly, he is our best player by a landslide. Like, mm-hmm. he is so much better than the second next best player that, like, mm-hmm. when Rich James plays, we are definitely a top four side. When he doesn't play, it's questionable. Like, that's... It's interesting, isn't it, that it could hinge... Yeah, that it hinges so much on that one player. It's, it's a point of failure, isn't it? Like, exactly. We... Yeah, when we think about, like, you know, last week when Callum Wilson went off at half-time at Southampton, yeah. I was sort of like, well, we, we don't win when Callum Wilson's not on our side, but but Eddie Howe has spent so long, like, strengthening every player in our in our squad that it actually it was fine. But, um, you know, previous to that, when when Wilson or Sam Max was, like, our only creative player, it's like, well, we're not, how, where are we, how are we going to win? So it is, it's, it's a really, like, sort of dangerous position to be in when you've just got that one player who is the, um, is, is the only one you can really rely on. Yeah, and literally, because this is, we're literally, and it's pissing me off because we're literally in the exact same position that we were in this time last year with both Reese and Chile injured. Yeah, but and- Tori, Tori, to be fair, our, like, best asset as well is gone in Tuku because Tuku carried us a lot. Oh, yeah. You- like, I just, I'm just trying not to talk about that. Because, <laughs> I mean, RIP, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I actually want to ask Charlotte this because you mentioned that Newcastle lost once and it was at the Liverpool game at Anfield. I remember you said um, you can't wait for Liverpool to come to St. James Park. Honestly, like, you guys are meant to be unbeaten right now, you know. It's just... Oh, I know. Yeah, that was like... <laughs> a crazy amount of extra time and then more time on top of that like the whistle should have gone and it was like it was just it was just a mess I was at I was at Anfield that night and um like it was just it was so bad it felt I know it was a loss but it felt like being punched in the stomach because we like just it shouldn't have gone down that way like and uh yeah we should be unbeaten I totally agree with you (laughs) unsurprising Chris Wood scored last week as well. I know you're not a big fan of Chris, but he did score. He did score. He was set up really nicely. Um, and, you know, if he is our sort of only option, um, I, would <laughs> be, I would be concerned. But he's like, he's like a, a, a valid choice for 40 minutes, 45 minutes if we have to play him because the rest of the squad, as I say, is so good. Um, mm-hmm. But 
you know, we've got Callum Wilson, who's just been called up for England today. And then we've also got Alexander Isak, who isn't fit. He he suffered an injury really early on. Um, and yeah. so we haven't even seen... He scored at, um, at Liverpool. We haven't even seen sort of the best of what he can do. So, yeah. uh, you know, Chris Wood did score. I've got nothing against Chris Wood. I just think we've got better options. Fair, fair. Like I said, I do listen to the podcast. So, you know, I don't want to... You guys go listen to... This is really nice. Um, okay, yeah. Um, Tori, what can you say about Almiron? I don't know. I know it's a Chelsea podcast, but I just want to be sweet. To oh, Charlie. yeah. What can you say I about mean, Almiron? Almiron <laughs> is somebody that, like... You know when they say he's the son of a mother that prays? Oh. Because... <laughs> like, you could, like, literally, that guy... He was somebody that I remember, like, previous seasons always saying, how can this guy be a professional footballer? Yeah. <laughs> And literally, now he is bawling the F out. I know, right? One, obviously, the entire team is playing well. That's granted. But his own personal development is honestly quite refreshing to see. Because I'm tired of the same people being good. It's quite fun that there are other people that are also doing well. But, yeah. Seeing people like him do better is actually making me feel... Maybe some of our players have a chance. <laughs> so yeah. maybe, maybe all of the um, Ruben Loftus cheeks and co. They maybe maybe they have a chance of doing something better. But yeah, it's quite nice anyway. You and need an Eddie Howe. You need an Eddie Howe to um, yeah. coach coach yeah, it out. Look, isn't that meant to be Grand Potter? I don't yeah. like that guy. So I'm kind of interested if I can like ask you a question. I'm kind of interested in like your take on Potter because to me it seems like he's um it, it's you're struggling to find the identity and and you know looking back at Chelsea's um formations over the last few games it's it's chopping and changing every time and I know there's a degree of that's needed you know as you look to a different opponent and you do need to be creative about about how you approach different opponents but it, it sort of seems like he's just not sure what to do with your players um you sorry. Know? oh yeah sorry. Okay. let's leave so, that to rate because i want to introduce oh, yeah, rate. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah i know yes, yeah. yes yeah trying to ask you a question rate are you there yeah, yeah i'm here it's here or charlotte said so charlotte is a newcastle fan hi hi <laughs> Hello, Charlotte. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great myself. Good. You heard a question, yeah. We're actually talking about Almiron before he came in, but you could, you could, you could, um, you could answer Charlotte's question if you heard it. Did you hear? Oh, it? I definitely yeah. heard that question. Yeah. So Almiron. Oh, about the chopping and changing. I mean, that was yeah, something yeah. we had we had a problem with before, um, with Tuchel, um, because it wasn't more so of like not knowing who to play. Um, well, actually it was because everybody was inconsistent. You had certain players mm-hmm. who worked with certain people and then sometimes a player would get injured and then you have to find somebody who has chemistry with said person in front line or said person in the midfield. So mm-hmm. we would change formation or we would have different players playing. Let's say somebody had to get benched because the guy that they're good with playing with is not there. So, you mm-hmm. know, this guy has to get benched or this guy's injured. Um, that's a problem we've always had. I think that we've settled more into a back four recently. Um, if you really look at it, besides City, um, yeah. 
we build up right now, I think, in a back three, but uh, mainly we've been trying to play a back four recently. Um, the problem has more so been with the injuries um, and also the inconsistencies of these players. Unlike last season, you could say this and this and this and that player had a purple patch. That's not the case this season. Everybody's bad. So. <laughs> okay, okay. But you kind of have like an, like your defense is kind of older as well, right? Yeah. Maybe that's the issue. Like, maybe it's time to sort of bring in fresh legs. No, let's think about it. There's one guy who's old. That's Thiago Silva. Everybody else is in their prime. Uh, Jorginho, Kovacic. Yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess in I'm just thinking right about the performances. Maybe I'm just thinking the performances and kind of mixing that up. You know the truth that, honestly, the truth about Charlotte's question. Yeah. Chelsea has gone through the most change in the last six months than it has in the last 20 years. Like, mm. let's be real. I feel like it's just an adjustment phase for the entire club as a whole. They, we have new owners. They want to instill their ethos. There's a new manager. There's some new players. Like, it's just going to, it's just like, you know, with everything, there's just always growing pains. So I feel like it's just that. And obviously, fingers crossed, it is just that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, honestly, I don't, honestly, like, as much as I insult Chelsea, like, I don't expect us to be bad forever. Like, yeah, fine. Just... definitely won't be. It's, it's like boom and bust, right? You will, like, you, you, you still have really good players. You still have, you have Graham Potter. He's a good manager. He just probably needs a, a reasonable Yeah, he, Yeah, he just needs time. And I, I, I'm not, honestly, like, Tommy, you know, I'm always team Tuchel. I love you, Tuchel, if you're listening right now. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> honestly i've come around to potter like i think he has i think i think he just honestly needs time but the thing is we as chelsea fans we can't just blindly give somebody time that's not how we are you have to mm-hmm. do something that will make us say oh yeah we can trust this guy like so you he know, needs in, to in respond to that tori um yeah and it, it's unlike i, I hate doing this because it's not fair but when Lampard got sacked, right? Yeah. Everybody has all agreed that we see a big difference in the approach to the game than how Lampard did. When yeah. Tuchel got sacked, basically we see a guy who plays like Tuchel, but without the press and without the buildup, right? And we said, okay, fine, that worked for like five or six games. Then after that, and even those games, I was not confident. There was two games I was confident. And- three games: the Wolves game and the two AC Milan games. Besides that, especially against Arsenal, because I, you know, the loss of City, I think he set us up correctly. <clears throat> That's the one game I'm saying, okay, you set up correctly. That's on the players, not you. But all the other games, I don't like the way we're playing. We don't have buildup. We don't know how to slow down the tempo. We don't press. And in the Arsenal game, you saw the worst of it. So it's like, if you see stuff like that, you're going to criticize. And everybody else is ready to jump and defend him, but they were not ready to give that same grace to the other manager who was struggling to get these players to play the way he wanted them to. So it's like, okay, we'll keep the same energy. And that's, that's the time I'm on right now, you know? Um, great, great. On that point, yeah. Can we talk about Newcastle now? Like, what can you say about Eddie Howe's impact at Newcastle? I mean, I, I don't know if you're aware of what Newcastle have been doing for a while. Oh, come on. I, I've seen it since last season. Um, <laughs> they, they really prioritize defensive. Like, when they played us, 
I was that Bruno G wasn't playing. I was wondering, I was like, why is not Bruno G not playing? He's, he's a bowler. And then I've seen that when they played us, they came more defensive. Um, Amaron was scoring at the end of last season, and then Jack Grealish made the comment he made, and he set him off. Um, I've noticed that um, Amaron, he's, he's, he's been cooking recently, but I think you could see the, the bits and pieces of the last season. You could see that, like it coming into this season. So when I saw when, when they played um, Liverpool and yeah. City, I was like, okay, these guys are not to play with. And they're not just defensive now. They have, like, and, and the way he's gotten ASM to play his, uh, max, say, maximum to play in the system and get him to use his raw, his raw skill, the dribbling and all that, and his actual creativity, because people just say he's a dribble merchant, but no, the guy is creative, mm-hmm. and he is, th- that team is really good. That is a, that is a balanced team. Good midfield, yeah. Joe Linton, Bruno G, um, yeah. Almiron. Uh, Callum Wilson is doing his thing, and their back line is fantastic, so they're fine. Um, that's 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 what you want in the team. Balance <laughs> all around. How you feeling though? Like, how you feeling ahead of the game? Right. It's gonna be one one nil nil. Um, that's 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 the best I can say. If not, we're gonna get slapped. Like, we're gonna get slapped. <laughs> you know, get slapped. <laughs> Tori was saying that you're gonna you're gonna lose. <laughs> like, I have no. What's yeah, because it might be a thing with Chelsea where, like, you know, um, if people forget, like, two seasons ago, we went before Lampard got set, we were, like, 10th, and then we came back. So maybe we need to hit rock bottom in order to, to just really wake nah. up. So no, we'll see. Yeah. No, but, um, Charlotte, I want to ask you this, actually, before I round up. Um, I remember you were quite annoyed by Kat, by what happened at Stafford Bridge the last time we played you guys. I mean, you were annoyed by Kat Havertz and stuff, but, like, I mean, what, what were your memories from that game? Do you remember? Yeah, I just... Yeah, I do. I just remember being pretty frustrated. Like, um, I, you know, we weren't playing as a sort of as the same kind of unit that we're playing as now, and yeah. there were like sort of sloppy mistakes, and you were able to exploit that. So, I, 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 I think if you look at our current game, you, you can see how we've kind of plugged those gaps, how we've worked to sort of, um, leave little room for exploitation. You know, I, I don't, I don't see how. Eddie Howe watched us play you last time <laughs> and didn't tweak the game and speak to the players about what to do this time, if that makes sense. Like, this is a man, Eddie Howe studies yeah, um, yeah. the opposition. He watches how you play. He will be, you know, watching, he, he'll be watching back those games. So I, I sort of have a full um, expectation that I won't come away uh, as frustrated as I was last time. Let me tell you how it's going to go. Do you remember the All Newcastle right. Arsenal game? The one Arsenal lost? I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. At but the end sorry, of the season? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen. But Tori, yeah, I mean you know, say, that Newcastle game, that game made me so happy. Like, <laughs> I'm pleased. Yeah, honestly, the truth, you know what I said? The true mark of champions is when you don't play well but you still manage to win mm-hmm. like yeah that is how you know that is a team that can win the league yeah so honestly at that point in time you know we had the sanctions we were the we were the villains of football and it was depressing but at the same time it was so chelsea that was the most chelsea thing ever and just winning that match was just so chelsea like i just, just love a quick that side game. note 
Arsenal is not winning the league. I want everybody to realize that. Okay. <laughs> you said it, you hit it here first. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Tori, do you have a question for Charlotte before we call it a day? Um, can you sell us St. Maximum, please? Sell him up? Sell, sell you him? You know what? I, I went to the um cup game last night. Ma- Maxi's been out with injury for a really long time. And he mm. was back last night. He was in the starting lineup last night. And honestly, after watching him last night, yeah, have him. <laughs> he wow. was not he was not on form. Sam Max on his day is an unbelievable player. He is so creative. He is so much fun to watch. He's having fun. But uh, he's been out of the side for most of this winning streak. Um, he's been, you know, there have been question marks over his commitment to his rehabilitation. Some of the local journalists have hinted at that up here, that there's some frustration in the camp about his dedication to uh, getting better and mm. jo- rejoining the squad. And then at mm. the same time, the squad has kind of gone on to be absolutely class without him. Um and and one of the big parts of it, which I think I sort of touched on before, is um, is that uh, Eddie Howe has cultivated this real like team mindset. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a, it's a real like they really have each other's backs and they really seem to like each other. And he hasn't. I don't know to what extent he's been there in the tr- in the training ground, but he's he's mostly been out there tr- trying to like get better. So he's kind of missed that. And he looked a little bit lost last night. Um, so I don't. I think he'll come back. I think he'll be all right. All right. He's mm. he's a re- he's still a young man. He's still got tons to give. But I do just think one of the things about Sam Max is that he needs to kind of recommit and um, and sort of just get his head down a little bit. Yeah. Um. He, 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 I think the last time I saw him play for you guys was um, against Man City and he had a brilliant game against Man City. Yeah. I think that's for him, So I hear you. I think um, that's the Rick, game that he got oh, injured yeah. in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. he saw the belt moves as well. But yeah, that's that a beautiful period for him. Um, Ray, do you have any question for Charlotte before the day? <clears throat> um, I mean, I, I, I watch Newcastle here and there, so I kind of see, I, I kind of know what's going to happen. Um, okay. The question is the one question I have is that do you think you guys are going to? Because I don't know, you guys kind of switch um, um, the style of play a little bit depending on who you're playing. So are you guys uh-huh. going to sit back or are you going to attempt to kind of dominate the ball when you play? Us? I think against Chelsea we're going to we're going to play a, a, more of a high press. I think we're going to try and dominate. I think we're going to really try and attack. Um, particularly after, I'm sorry to bring it up, after your Brighton game, um, there's clearly sort of weaknesses in the defence to kind of exploit, and I think we're going to try and do that. Yeah. What do you think? All right, right, Ray, what do you think? What the weaknesses are, what they're going to attempt to do, because I think they're going to come at us personally. Yeah, Yeah. The question is, I just don't know who is going to... So, for example, right, if (laughs) if Jorginho play, let's say Jorginho and Kovacic play, because I think they're going to play. Right. I hope they don't play in a pivot. So if Jorginho and, and Kovacic play, they're going to target Jorginho. And they're going to target um, Thiago Silva, even though he's one of the mm-hmm. better center backs. You can get change out of him because, again, if you leave him isolated and out of position, he, he hates pressure. Like, um, so eventually he might make a mistake or two. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the front line, 
They don't have to yeah. worry about anything because our front line is toothless. Um, <laughs> but I, like I said, I did. I was gonna throw a weird idea out there. So I said, obviously, we know the Kai Havertz is a ten. You don't want to put him up front. You know that Aubameyang isn't a target man, so you wouldn't put him up front either. So I mm-hmm. suggested playing Sterling false nine, which is the best position he's played under us. Up top, dropping in deep when he needs to, and then occasionally have either Habits or Aubameyang interchange and try to link up the play when they can. And Aubameyang can also kind of run the channels that way and get his long shots off. Because if not, if he's up front, he's useless. So that's what I would, I would do. You talk about long shots, but then you have Pope in goal. Pope is really good, but I don't wanna, I don't wanna digress too much. But Ray, you said something as well. Um, we're gonna round up now, by the way. But Ray, you said something as well. I don't think Thiago Silva and the players going to the World Cup are necessarily gonna play. I know Newcastle players will play, but the Chelsea ones, I'm not too sure. But we'll find out. Um, Charles, I have a question for you. Um, Feel wild. Who at Chelsea? Oh, sorry. What player at Chelsea would you like to have at Newcastle? I mean, obviously, besides Rhys James. Who else would you? Oh, sorry, I can't make Ruth James. Uh, <laughs> nobody. It, it used to be Obama Yang, you know. I used to really, really want uh, like a good forward. We really struggled. Um, yeah. But but since sort of Callum Wilson's come back and been so fit, and then we also signed Alexander Isak, I just I don't know that we have a need. You know, I I, I struggle because. Um, because I'm so happy with our current 11. But having said that, I watched our sort of second 11, if you will. There were eight <laughs> changes last night play, and it, we, were, we were not up to it. And if we're going to stay in those European spots, that's a massive, massive problem because we yeah. just don't have the squad depth to play in Europe during the week and then play in the league in the week, on the weekend. Like, we just do not. It was a massive wake-up call last night. Um, so, yeah, maybe, maybe like Jorginho. Maybe I'd pick Jorginho. Interesting. Oh, I just, yeah. interesting. It's, it's the caliber. It's the kind of. It's the. I don't know. There's something I like. No, about I, get, I get what you mean. To be honest, like, I think because we I saw Jorginho with Zachariah behind him, and when he's got somebody covering him, he's fantastic right. at in the play. So, if you look at like the, the our midfield last night, our midfield was a prop. Sorry to interrupt you. Last night, our midfield yeah. was a problem, um, because we were playing some of the younger players like um. Elliot Anderson, he he just wasn't up to pace last night. Maybe he'll get better. He's young. He's just he's local. He's come up through the academy, and maybe with a lot more training, he'll be okay. But I think you need a little bit more um, seasoning in in that midfield, and I think he would. I think he would, you know, strengthen us there. Where I'm particularly thinking about like um, European spots when we really, really need some depth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, before um, we yeah. leave, I do want to say one thing. I'm surprised he didn't say Kovacic. Because a lot of people would have picked Kovacic over Jorginho. Kovacic is so underrated. Like, it's so bad. And maybe I need to watch him a bit more. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I think we'll see. Well, I'll, I'll keep. You think he'll start on Saturday? Yeah, most likely. Yeah, yeah. but then okay. he's the best midfielder. The World Cup keep as well. Up. All right, finally. Um, I know I said finally earlier, but just finally, finally. Um, for <laughs> <laughs> Tori Ray, who do you guys like to have at um, Newcastle? But before you guys answer, um, I just want to say, Charlotte, it'd be nice to get your your views on the World Cup later on, some other time in, in the future. But yeah, um, yeah, 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 cheers. just ping me. Cheers, will do. So, um, Tori Ray, before I round up, what do you guys think? Um, who do you like to have at Newcastle? Then we'll call it a the day. one person has to be Bruno G. Oh, yeah. 
like if we had him on our squad like i honestly think we wouldn't be this bad right now <laughs> i agree with you he's he's incredible he's such a playmaker and you know, also just a, a lovely man. He missed a penalty last night. He did a very stupid, stupid little dance up. You know, when they do those little dances up to the penalty spot. Oh, and it, yeah. went, it went well over the bar. But sometimes, you know, like it's good for players to just be brought back down to earth a little bit and then they, they tighten up their game. <laughs> All right. How about you? Who do you like at Newcastle? I mean, I would have said Bruno G because we need um, that type of midfielder. But... I mean, honestly, I'm more of a fan of a, a, a Bellingham or a, a Lavia. So I will go ASM because that's been, that's been my guys for a couple of seasons now. So mm-hmm. I'd rather have ASM um, in a attacking midfield or like a wing position, like wing attacking midfield position. He's definitely, I would definitely have ASM out on the wing. It's just, you get so much more space and he can push your play right up the pitch. It's, it's, it's a joy to watch on his day. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna call it a day. Charlotte, thank you so much for coming. Like, I'm so honored by your presence today. Thank you. Oh, thank you for asking me. I really appreciate it. Yes, and Tori Ray, you guys, thank you for making it possible. Like, you guys carried the episode again. Thank you, guys. We will. I'm your Zachariah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tori, thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye.